Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, welcome to episode 24 of Grant Writing Simplified. I appreciate your reviews and feedback. I love hearing from you guys. So thank you. Keep it up. Keep reaching out. Today, I want to talk about a little different topic than what we've addressed before. This is more of an internal aspect of grant writing and nonprofit leadership. We're talking about decision fatigue and how it can contribute to nonprofit burnout and how you can prevent it. I want to address this and how it can affect nonprofit leaders and grant writers and give you some ways to find a better trajectory for your future. I can hear my husband laughing already as he listens to this episode because I am historically one of the world's most indecisive people ever. However, a few years ago, my word of the year was decisive, and since then, I've tried to be more deliberate about giving decisions the weight they deserve. No more, no less, just pick a flavor of ice cream and move on. I've pulled in several different things from some experts in the field on this that I think will be really helpful and that I found very interesting. Any resources that I mentioned today will be linked in the show notes so you can click through to those. I thought of this idea of decision fatigue in relation to nonprofit work as I was listening to the Brainy Business Podcast by Melina Palmer. She did a fascinating episode recently where she talked about decision fatigue and how it affects our behavior. That got me to thinking about all the nonprofits I've worked with, many of them small organizations where the staff wear so many hats, and often the directors are crazy busy and on the verge of burnout. That's not healthy, and I got to thinking there has to be a better way. I highly recommend you head over and listen to The Brainy Business after you finish this episode. Melina's got some great tips and examples over there. On an average day, we make over 35,000 decisions every single day. I first heard this statistic when I was reading The Next Right Thing by Emily P. Freeman. She also happens to have a great podcast called The Next Right Thing. That's one of my favorites, too. Now, some of these 35,000 decisions we do without much thought. Which hand to use to brush your teeth? Which path do you walk to go to the mailbox? The more conscious decisions we have to make, though, the more our brains start to wear out as they become overloaded. That 35,000 doesn't take into account all the decisions for bigger situations that we may be going through. A move, a health situation, starting a nonprofit, writing a grant. There are lots of nonprofit decisions that can be incredibly overwhelming, especially when there are so many unknowns, like fundraising during a pandemic. 
And that's true for nonprofit staff, volunteers, grant writers, board members, many roles. Decision fatigue can lead to burnout if you let it go too long. As Emily P. Freeman notes in her book, The Next Right Thing, it doesn't matter what the specific decision is, unmade decisions hold power. They pull, they push, they interrupt where they aren't wanted and poke us awake at night. They can turn us into strange versions of ourselves. Like toddlers at our feet right before dinner, they follow us around and refuse to leave us alone until we face them head on and either pick them up or point them in the right direction. If only we knew what the right direction was. I can certainly relate to Emily's statements there. They do carry a lot of weight. So that brings me to the question of what can we do to reduce some of the burden of the decisions? What can you systematize? In other words, what can you make routine so it minimizes the stress on your decision making? For example, I used to put off website updates and any kind of tech tasks because my passwords were buried in a notebook somewhere or maybe even scattered across multiple notebooks. And more often than not, I'd enter the wrong password and would have to go reset it, which meant waiting around for the confirmation email, trying to come up with a new password that had all the perfect combinations of letters and symbols and numbers. Are you feeling me here? You know what I'm talking about. I dreaded any kind of back-end website tasks because of it. And I like doing my website. Once I got in there and did it, it was fine. I had fun and enjoyed it but I put it off because of that hurdle. Then I finally got smart and set up a super simple password system for all my tech stuff. Even better, I then discovered LastPass and it is such a relief. Now I stay caught up and it's a breeze to log in and take care of all those quick tasks. I don't dread it anymore. If you need a quick start for this in relation to grant writing, Check out episode 22, where I go over six types of information your nonprofit needs to have on hand before you start grant writing. You can download that checklist and print it out for reference. When you get a system together for keeping this information handy, then you can better use your brain power on the application itself, rather than chasing down all those documents and numbers at the last minute when you're stressed and you need to be focused on the application. This might seem great in theory, but you're thinking, okay, yeah, but how do I actually do that? I'm just so overwhelmed. I don't even know where to start. Sometimes you need a fresh set of eyes on your systems and processes. If that's the case, book a strategy session and let's see how you can automate some of your everyday decisions. Let's make your life easier. I was talking to a nonprofit executive director and in a session with him, Afterwards, he said this was so helpful. Because of our call last week, I figured out a small shift I needed to make when approaching funders, and it's amazing how well it's working already. If you're feeling like you're running in circles, hit pause, let's sit down and go over it together, and let's help you get things back on track. Also, think about ways you can refresh. Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, another podcaster, it so happens, is also an internal medicine physician. She talks about seven types of rest in her book, Sacred Rest. 
And if we are depleted in one of those areas, we won't feel rested. Even if we've had a good night's sleep, even if we take a nap, if we don't get the kinds of rest we need, we won't feel caught up. These seven types of rest are physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, sensory, social, and creative. And she gives the example, though, of physical rest might not necessarily be sleep. Sure, we all need a good night's rest, but maybe we also need to just go for a walk and leave our phone at home. Maybe we need to do some sort of activity that's different, get up from our desk, move around. I recommend you check that out and see. That's a different way of looking at rest than what I had ever considered before until I heard her presentation about that. As a nonprofit leader or grant writer, you're probably in this field because you have a servant heart. You give, and that's what you love, and that's wonderful. The world needs you doing that. But we also need you to care for yourselves and give yourself grace. This nonprofit thing is a marathon, not a sprint. You won't be an overnight success, and it takes time and practice to build up stamina. If you're trying to build your grant writing skills, it takes lots of practice. You may not win them all. Keep at it. If you're a nonprofit leader and you're wondering if you can keep going, it takes time. I don't want to see you become one of the brilliant nonprofit leaders that walks away from this important work because of burnout. We need you out there making a difference. But to do that long term, you've got to take care of yourself along the way. You can do that by reducing your decision fatigue. Here are some of my tips to help you do that. Number one, consistently show up for your work. And number two, consistently build in deliberate breaks and room for rest. Number three, figure out where you're depleted and what kinds of rest you need to incorporate back into your life. Ecclesiastes 10.10 says, If the axe is dull and one does not sharpen the edge, then he must use more strength. But wisdom brings success. That makes sense, right? If you try to cut something with a dull knife, you're going to work a whole lot harder than if you have a sharp knife. We need you sharp and ready to go. Number four, establish your clear vision and mission. Your why, both personal and in the nonprofit. This is part of the strategic planning process I do with my clients, and this is important for both grant writers and nonprofits to do. Number five, set up systems and processes to make decisions less of a drain. Often you're so busy trying to keep your head above water that you can't even make sense of how to simplify. I've had clients in the same situation, and after an advisory session together, they feel a huge relief because they know how to move forward, exactly where to focus, and what to cut out for now. It sometimes just takes that outside objective perspective to help you see it. So those five tips again. Number one, consistently show up. Number two, consistently build in deliberate breaks and room for rest. Number three, figure out where you're depleted and what kinds of rest you need. Number four, establish your clear why. Number five, set up systems and processes to make decisions less draining. That way, when the bigger things come along, at least the basics are automated a little more. My friend, I know you have a heart to serve and to do your work well. 
In order to do that effectively, you need to take care of yourself and don't feel guilty for it. Do you struggle with decision fatigue? And which of these tips will you implement today, starting right now? If you're feeling overwhelmed, it's time to catch your second wind. Book an advisory session today at teresahuff.com strategy. We've got a world to change. If you love this show and you learn something new about being the type of grant writer the world needs so you can create a ripple in your community, please go leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts today. Thanks for listening. Now go change your world.